Hi and welcome to What's News With You. I'm Yoda. I'm Eben. And I'm Angie, a podcast where we discuss our biggest news of the week. So how has everybody's week been? My week's been good, minus the weather, worrying about climate change, thinking that, you know, we're going to get flooded, which is... Mm really really scary it's not something that i want to happen yeah i've been seeing the videos on twitter of all the stations filled with water and it's actually terrifying and i feel very helpless when i see it because i think even though you know me as an individual i'm doing as much as i can to recycle and walk everywhere and you know the damage is done the damage Mm -hmm. is done you know it was what the the stuff that Richard Branson did and Jeff Bezos blasting kind of, off they all the carbon <laughs> yeah. that they emitted has kind of cancelled out everything that we already do recycling wise and shopping mm. sustainably and well you yeah. know it's it's a billionaire's yeah. universe galaxy so Evan what's news with you well. We're going to get more depressing now because it was announced on the 20th of July that Preeti Patel's home office, the government, will be clamping down on journalists and reporters who could now face prison time of up to 14 years behind bars for publishing stories that embarrass the UK government under the new plans to reform the Official Secrets Act um, 1989. It's currently being updated to take into account the impact of the internet age, especially the area of speedy data transfer. Yotta, Angie, what do you make of this? Are you worried as journalists about getting arrested in the future? Yes. (laughs) I mean, if we're going into this career... I mean, I could not hack it in prison. I I could barely <laughs> sleep on the sofa. Have you seen just, Orange is the New Black? Yeah. No, I haven't. But I I'm just not assuming like that. that like, <laughs> I just like have my own bed and I'm in pain constantly. So I just, I, I don't want to have to worry about, are they going to dig up stuff from my past where I've like said that Boris Johnson is a... You know, is, is many things. Everyone has said horrible things about Preeti Patel, but I mean, it's, I think everyone's entitled to their own opinion i mean she's mm. not a very nice woman is she yeah i think this is very damaging this is all very kind of handmade tell a little bit kind of like yeah. mm-hmm. they already have enough control over what's published as it is and what the rest of it's the low-key becoming china them, you know? mm. it's low-key becoming china i just think yeah i just think it's very dangerous because we should be able to speak about what we think and it's going to turn into a dictatorship where the society can't say anything to them and Boris is at the top and Boris is at the top do you know what I mean like you know freedom of speech has gone out the window like obviously I understand if it's just completely ridiculing them you know completely discrediting them okay fine but just stating the news stating facts it was proving things that shouldn't be punished you know well the biggest example was Matt Hancock wasn't it in the CCTV footage released that lost him his job. It mm. lost him his marriage and house and He whatnot. had no right to be in power. I am going to touch mm-hmm. on that in a second because I think that's obviously a recent um, case study that we can really look at. I, I personally believe that was public interest, but mm. I do feel like it's quite authoritarian to, you know, because somebody doesn't, you, because the government doesn't like what you've said about them. You're not allowed to criticise them. You're instilling fear into journalists. You're kind of putting them into like, is it like a reward scheme? Like those that only say good things about the government yeah. and lie. So are we supposed to be pumping out false propaganda and not criticising 
the government properly. We are media people. It's our job to inform the public, inform society on what's going on and to touch upon difficult topics. And if the government is wrong, we, we have to, you know, voice what they've done wrong, publish things so that we can try and try and yeah get some get some justice inform society on what's going on i don't think it's fair to shut down freedom of thought yeah i think freedom of expression especially when it comes to the public interest defense i think as well that just shows that these politicians aren't in this line of work for the right reasons because they should be doing this job because they want to speak on behalf of the people and be doing things they know that their society are going to be proud of you know if they're sitting here saying okay we're going to do stuff and no one is allowed to say anything bad about it they're clearly not in the right line of work. Otherwise, why would they be wanting to help us? They clearly have the wrong intentions. You well, know? I mean, Preeti Patel, how much did she spend in Primark? Apparently, <laughs> there is like some what of was them. Five grand was she wanted to get her nails done and mm. eyebrows. My, yes. my, I get my eyebrows threaded every month. It costs me five pounds. I've been going to the same lady for years. Okay, if I want to get a tint done, maybe that's ten. But <laughs> watch the the prices that she's offering. Do you know what I mean? It's it's ridiculous. So it's I feel ridiculous. like a lot of MPs are being have been given power, protection, money and status and it's like do they even do their job? Do they listen to, you know, members of society who who want reform on certain things? No, they don't. They just want to silence journalists so that they can get away with, you know, being sloppy like Matt Hancock. I mean, who the heck it you know hires their their side piece who yeah. is Oliver Oliver Bonus. I don't know what she was like a marketing person. What what no, she, what, she was what married health, to the guy? He was she yeah. was married to Oliver Bonus. What health yeah. history have you got? It just seems like Gina, whatever her name is. It seems like whoever she's getting with, they seem to offer her work. I mean, maybe I should take a leaf out of her own book. Maybe I'd be as successful as she is, but I just don't think it's fair. No, it's no. not. I mean, obviously, the government aren't doing their job properly which has been clear time and time again, especially through this pandemic. And I can't, like, and some people even hearing, like, um, mainstream news criticising the government don't believe it. In the time of fake news, it's going to be even harder to, like... (laughs) When you say that, I'm laughing because I just think of Donald Trump when you say fake news. (laughs) It's fake news. It's fake news. Constantly, everything is being questioned, like what like what is true what is not we're going to get into the point of like if people can't speak their minds if this is why we have news stations now like gb news that have sprung up and there are going to be many more to come because many are already disillusioned disillusioned with certain media companies media outlets there's a whole lack of trust Um, with the government already. And I do believe if you're going to reform a law like this that punishes journalists for telling the truth and for trying to get important messages, public interest messages, where the public deserve to bloody know Mm. out there, what's going to happen? I think the other issue is the less voices that we have talking about the news, the more impact that opinion will have on society as a whole. So for example, if you have, you know, three big news stations are the only three that are telling the news, you're only hearing those three points of view. The simple word changes, the simple way things are phrased, that will impact your opinion on that story. 
Yeah. You know, that's why we need to have more journalists speaking up so that people can choose which avenue they want to read the news from and choose, which, you know, read a number of different opinions and then them themselves as an individual can then have their opinion on something. If we're just going to be putting all journalists in prison for saying their opinion on things, we're all going to be listening to the same big fat white man up there. That's what they who's want. saying, okay, this is the news, the government are amazing, that's what everyone they want. has to do this. That's what they want. They don't want to be held accountable for any actions. The Law Commission and Human Rights Organisations drew up proposals that say journalists should be allowed to use the public interest of defence to prevent prosecution. This also includes journalists who receive leaked documents, um, but the Home Office have also stated that human rights organisations and law commissions have drawn up proposals that say there should be a public interest defence included to prevent the prosecution of journalists who receive leaked documents. But in a paper released for the consultation, the Home Office said such a move would undermine our efforts to prevent damaging unauthorised disclosures, which would not be in the public interest. Do you feel like the Tory government has turned slightly authoritarian in the last year, or is it just me, guys? Slightly. Yeah. That's that's an operative word here. Like, I feel like the biggest thing that has really concluded my opinion of this government is the herd immunity and the way that this government has treated the most vulnerable including me i was ha- i had to shield and the fact that at the beginning of the pandemic they were just gonna let you know the bodies pile high this is what they're doing now opening up when cases are rising and deaths are gonna rise it's very clear what the government wants and it's always been very clear what the government wants and it's money it's power i i don't i i it it makes me so confused why people keep voting the government in mm. after time and time again they didn't deliver on brexit the way they promised you know oh our shelves gosh. are bare mm. our shelves are bare what are your opinions on it i just it scares me a lot like i was saying at the beginning um about you know global warming and things like that it makes me feel so helpless because this law is making us even more because we're not even allowed to speak up about things we're upset about which means these people in power are controlling everything and nothing's going to be able to stop them anymore. You know, it's been shown in the past where people have spoken up about things as journalists, for example, the Matt Hancock thing, and that coming out meant he got taken down because what he was doing was not right. He was sitting there saying, everyone has to isolate, no one can see anyone, you can't go to any of your family's funerals. Well, he was out doing all that, you know, malarkey, whatever. Knocking boots. Yeah, yeah if that hadn't have come out... And, Disgusting. And, and journalists hadn't have said anything... He would still be in power. Well, he thinks he should have got away with it. He yeah. thinks it's okay to be a hypocrite. I would have gotten away with it from be, you meddling kids. Be getting up to mischief with Gina, the person that he hired, cheating on his wife, trying to portray himself as a family man, all about his family. And um, <laughs> the entire government... The entire government is hypocritical. Do you remember the Black Lives Matter protest? Sarah Everard's vigil? I know. The way that the police... <laughs> The Sorry. way that um, the police treated the attendees of those... The vigil wasn't a protest, it was a vigil. Yet you see the what was it, the Rangers versus Celtics football game. People piling on the streets, the police are leading the charge. Why am I not having my carnival this year? Why can I not go and shake a leg, but they're allowing football matches? Tell me why. And I mean, maybe we should get someone who actually supports the government here to get some Pretty as well. Let's get Pretty. Pretty as well. It's like, wasn't she saying, oh, you shouldn't be bringing politics into football, all of this hypocrite. And then, you know, taking the knee, she didn't like that, but then she was all trying to 
you know, defend Marcus Rashford the other day. She's full of... She's full of it. We shouldn't yeah. have 23-year-old football players feeding our children. Yeah, why doesn't she feed yeah. them? I mean, what's she doing to, to immigrants right now? Mm. You know, I had the weirdest dream about Pretty Patel, like, a few months ago. <laughs> and it was... Um, obviously, I am not her biggest fan. I am probably one of her least supporters. <laughs> <laughs> and I had this so strange dream where I was driving and I had to like stop because Pretty Patel had this like adoption for cats thing going on. Uh, right. And I woke up and I was, I was like, is she a nice person? <laughs> no. 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 no, no. <laughs> nah. I just think this whole thing is just a load of crap and I think it's another way for the government to take control and take the power away from us. It's becoming society. more and more authoritarian. A spokesperson for the National Union of Journalists also has said... Existing legislation distinguishes provisions and penalties between those who leak or whistleblow, those who receive leak information and foreign spies. The government proposes to eliminate or blur these distinctions. The government also wants to increase the maximum penalties that journalists might suffer for receiving leaked material from two to 14 years. The NUJ has long argued that Where whistleblowers believe that they have acted in the public interest, they should be able to make this case in court. And if a jury agree with them, be protected. Um, I also believe that you should always protect your sources. I mean, we all know Mm -hmm. about the the PACE Act and things like that. And I will happily, if I, you know, if I had someone that I need to protect, I will smash up my laptop and I will waterlog it Mm -hmm. and then I'll burn it. Yeah. Do you see? I mean, you have to protect your sources, and I don't know. It's just becoming it's, a journalist in in this day and age. It's like well, we criticize other governments the way they treat their journalists, imprisoning them, and yet this yeah. is what they're doing. Here. What was that guy's name that got uh, taken off a plane and arrested? Oh gosh, uh, I can't remember his name. Alex something, I think his name was. Yeah. I'm not sure. But I just the, the fact that like recently you could have ten years in prison for pushing over a statue, and then fourteen years for leaking some CCT footage of like a politician having an affair and then rapists get out after like five years or not even get charged at all can we that's what i we need to we need to put the wrong people exactly we need to put uh vaccine passports or paedophile passports on the paedophiles leave the vaccine passport at home we need to tougher laws for rapists tougher laws for paedophiles those who who abuse children and not journalists governments get it straight that's what annoys me yeah. that is that is what annoys well, me because they come after the wrong yeah. people you'll get a rapist that gets oh two months suspended sentence do you see what i mean yeah. and then you'll get somebody that's caught with like half an ounce that gets like 10 to 15 years make it make sense i don't yeah. want to give too many details away but there was a case at a university a few years ago in the uk where uh, a white privileged boy raped a girl at a party and um daddy got him off no it was in in the court basically the jury found him not guilty despite the overwhelming evidence that he was definitely guilty and the judge said to people from the university in charge of the university get your shit straight because i don't want to see this ever again what? Well, there was. There's been stories where it's like it's the woman's fault if she wears red underwear. I mean, and <sighs> look at our judges. Look at look at these people that are in positions, high positions of power, mm-hmm. that are 
basically give you your fate, you know. Yeah, but that's what's scary because that's what the government are doing with this new law, you know. They're, they're the ones that are deciding everyone else's fate. Their one decision to do that is going to impact everybody. Then let me, if I ever get caught for anything, let me run away somewhere where the UK does not have jurisdiction to send me back. If you get put in jail, I'll break you out of jail. Edward Snowden style. <laughs> <laughs> I just... I feel like this episode is so one-sided. Yeah. I'm just trying to figure out what are the reasons why... Well, to be honest, who is going to take the side that I believe that, you know, we shouldn't criticise the government at all. And journalists do deserve 14 years in in prison for saying that Boris looks like a a oath, a a sloppy oath, a bumbling oath. I will say... And that his decisions have not been right. So does Dawn Butler have to go to prison now, even though she's not a journalist, she's an MP, for calling Boris a liar? Mm. I think make it make sense I think the phrase they use embarrass the government that's the thing I keep going back to because it's wide yeah it's wide because I do understand if you know it was like illegally obtained information or you know it's a journalist who is publishing an article which is completely one-sided and is noting things that don't provide anything to the article you know commenting on I don't know someone's looks or commenting on something they did in their spare time you know I understand that don't get me wrong if what they're saying is not breaking any of the laws, not breaking the pace and act or anything like that, if it's not breaking any laws and what they're saying is matter of fact, this is what the government have done, this is what the government have said, what's wrong with that? But I do understand what they mean about being embarrassed and things like that. Because if you are... Don't, you know, don't, don't embarrass yourself, Matt Hancock. Yeah, don't that's, be, that's the upside Don't be you embarrassed yourself. What type of narcissist are you to be pushing the blame on journalists? Keep your... Do you know what I mean? Keep it in your pants. You've got a wife at home. You were both in relationships. Mm-hmm. You've been a hypocrite. You've been telling us to, you know, stay in social distance. No hugging, no kissing. And you're having a whole affair make it make sense as long as what's being published is done in the right way and isn't state public interest free public speech, interest it, do you know what I mean you can't be arrested does this for that. also mean that you know freedom of information requests are going to be like <laughs> inaccurate or denied now because we can't obviously publish like sensitive material that will upset or embarrass the government that's the mean like, like, like where does the line cross does yeah. the government just decide okay i'm unhappy with that because it's embarrassing me even though what they've done is embarrassing in the first place so therefore it can't be published you know and we're never going to find out anything if whistleblowers are going to be treated the same way i know um there's the film whistleblower with Kira knightley in about the whistleblower um it's on netflix isn't it Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, that she, Catherine Gunn, who basically exposed the fact that the Dirty Tricks memo, they were going to spy and bug on for the Iraq war, and the fact that none of this would have come out if she hadn't been brave enough Let to me... expose it. We're never going to find out all of this stuff until, what, 50, 100 years later when we're all dead. Let me just say, <laughs> let me just say this. Um... I guess there is a a different um, opinion here. What was I going to say? I was going to say that the Millie Dowler case, okay, things like that with the phone tapping and was it news of the world? Mm -hmm. I don't think it's right to, um, you know, (laughs) bug someone like that or to, to, you know, you're you're pretending to send text messages or tapping into the voicemail of um, somebody that's missing and and has, has been passed has passed away I think that's wrong and obviously I don't agree with that I just want to say that to balance things out but when it's public interest and we need to know something Mm -hmm. 
you need to because remember there was that doctor that said he was a Chinese doctor and he suddenly disappeared for saying that COVID is seriously deadly. Remember China's mm. official statement was it's not that bad, you know, it's all under control here, all of that lies. He talks out about it, completely disappears. We don't even know if he's dead, alive or in prison. Is no, that is that COVID? Yeah. Oh, did he? Yeah. Did he? Yeah. Hmm, that's what they say. Anyway, I don't know. I'm not gonna say, <laughs> I'm not gonna say I'm yeah. not gonna get into conspiracy or whatever, but is is this what's gonna happen now? Like if we say something that goes against the official narrative are we going to be carted off thrown away into hmp holloway and get locked down any final thoughts guys i think it's just ridiculous future looks bleak very bleak so many different if global warming doesn't get us first the government will (laughs) i mean that's what we've got from this podcast today oh i think next time if we're going to talk about the tory government we should try and get get a tory <laughs> to defend them. Try try and get a Tory. We'll we'll see who's brave enough to come. You know, probably someone like um I don't know, I was about to say Neville Longbottom, but he's a Harry Potter character. <laughs> but he just oh, has a Tory name. A Tory. He has a posh Tory name, Neville Longbottom. You yeah, oh, can yeah. see that as an MP Tory name. Oh, so so you can find us at WNWY underscore podcast on Instagram and Twitter. I've been Angie. I've been Eben. And I've been Yoda. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs>